I've often said that there are these brief moments in history where gold, where the precious metals, not only offer a safe haven from volatility and your portfolio collapsing, but they also offer the maximum gains in absolute purchasing power. At goldsilver.com, we have a price match guarantee, free shipping, and global storage options. Get the best-selling book, Guide to Investing in Gold and Silver, for free at goldsilver.com. Welcome to the last and final episode in this series of updates. We've been covering all of the different bubbles that exist and how they are all actually hyperbubbles at this point, and how a certain set of circumstances, which I believe we are in, could cause them all to burst simultaneously, which will be devastating for most people. Now, not everything is in a bubble. First, we covered the currency creation bubble. The, um, some people call it the monetary supply or the money supply. So I guess you'd call it a mubble <laughs> then. Sorry. <laughs> so it's the uh, mubble update is what we've got. Uh, in that update, I showed you the massive currency creation since the global financial crisis of 2008 and how it's just out of control. And I showed you that the, in the M2 currency supply, the people's currency supply, how the massive currency creation, the year-over-year -year change in the currency that was being created, remember, like in 71 here, this is 12% over the previous year. This is 12.5% uh, on top of that. And so when you've got a high year followed by another high year, that's massive amounts. Of, of currency. But all of this currency creation that uh, happened in the early to mid-1970s came back to haunt us as the raging inflation of the last half of the 70s. And look at where we are today. So, I mean, where do you think this is going? Then we, discovered, we visited the real estate bubble, the rubble, the Fair value, this is the, you know, Robert Schiller's uh, real home price index measures how far this is off of fair value. So it's inflation adjusted. And what we're seeing is that real estate on the average in the United States is more than double its long-term fair value. We looked at the things that can affect that. One of the things that created this giant bubble was uh, interest rates, mortgage rates going lower and lower and lower. And every time it goes lower, you can afford more house for the same, uh, for each monthly payment will buy more house. But we also saw that this is going up now at the fastest rate in the entire data set. Uh, this is just zooming up at, I mean, as of April 14th, uh, it's up almost 65% over this time last year. So this is massive. It should be popping, this bubble. Then we looked at the bond bubble, the bubble, or and that was an update. So it's a bond bubble update, a update. And the market yield, this looks very much like the 30-year mortgage rates. It's almost identical to it. Uh, it's going up very fast. It looks like it has reached its bottom, 
And, you know, it bottomed there at 1.2%. And remember, it can't go below zero unless the Federal Reserve starts doing massive, massive currency creation, which they can't do in the face of raging inflation. They need to cut back currency creation. So they're sort of trapped here. Uh, they have to allow this to rise to keep this down or to take it back down to these low rates or zero means that they would become the major purchaser or the only purchaser of U.S. treasuries. And that leads directly to hyperinflation when that happens. I also showed you that, you know, this is something that I put together back in 2018. And I saw a cycle here of interest rates rising and falling and rising and falling. And when I put this together back in 2018, uh, I noticed that it was almost exactly the same amount of time on the upswing as it was the downswing in this cycle. And I uh, conjectured that if this repeats, that we've got somewhere between 20, 2020 and 2023 before interest rates, long-term interest rates bottom and reverse and the bull market in bonds comes to an end. And then lastly, we looked at the stock market bubble and all of the little pins, more pins than I've ever seen, converging on all of these bubbles, which could burst them simultaneously, leading to an economic disaster. So the stock market on Dr. Robert Schiller's uh, P price earnings ratio that goes back to 1880, uh, one thing that I showed was the, that there's sometimes a high degree of correlation between the interest rate cycle and the stock market PE cycle. Uh, I showed when the stock market is at its maximum, the interest rates could be at their minimum and the reverse. So you have extremely high reverse correlation here and then very little correlation here and then a very high correlation again right here, and then very little correlation in this middle part of the cycle, and now we're at the bottom part of the cycle, and I believe this ultra-high correlation uh, in these, these rever the reverse correlation is uh, once again uh, the major factor that will, and we'll see how this plays out, but I think that interest rates are sort of confirming that the stock market may have seen its peak. If not, it's going higher. But uh, we took a look at some of the things, the, how much of a bubble the stock market is in. This is the Buffett indicator. It's the Wilshire 5000 full market cap price index, which is the, all of the publicly traded stocks in the United States divided by GDP. And what we saw is that fair value is usually somewhere between like 50 and 60% of the economy. And we're up at double the size of the economy. How can the companies that create the economy be worth twice as much as the economy? It's just speculation. This bubble, in my opinion, will pop. Uh, then we took a look at how fragile the stock market is, how much leverage is being used. This was margin debt at all of the security brokers and dealers. And then I showed you how every time the P.E. ratios, the stock market goes into an extreme bubble. And this is P.E. ratios. Remember, the Buffett indicator is saying that it's in the greatest bubble in history. Uh, which I believe is correct. Um, 
And, but every time we get into these extreme overvaluations, the reversion doesn't stop until it visits extreme undervaluation, except 2008, where it only visited fair value, and then they, uh, the Federal Reserve papered over everything with massive currency creation, pushing us back up into a super hyper bubble, bigger than this, the uh, market in 1929, and uh, second only to 2000. But if you're looking at the, uh, all of the other indicators, uh, this is actually, I, I believe that we are in the biggest stock market bubble in history. This is just one of the good measures of whether the stock market is in a bubble or not. So is it uh, if the bubbles will pop or when the bubbles will pop? Which one is the, is the proper question here? When will the bubbles pop or uh, will they ever pop? Well, I believe that they absolutely must burst, that this cannot go forever. So let's take a look. This is the World Gold Council. And if you click on Gold Hub and then Tools and scroll halfway down, you'll see a portfolio simulator. And I did that portfolio simulator. Here's $100,000 invested at the beginning of this century until today, rebalanced annually. And it, it's defaulted to what I believe is this silly mixture of all of these different asset classes. Now, if you want to do this, go right ahead, but I believe that this takes a professional portfolio manager working full-time on it. If not, you better be working full-time on it. And then you've got uh, one of the old Wall Street sayings, you know, 40% bonds and 60% stocks and you'll be fine. And you could manage your, this yourself with ETFs. So I set it here and then I set one of them with just gold. And the results of those portfolio allocations where you see the crazy mix of portfolio one and all of these different allocations, the easier mix which you could do through ETFs yourself if you wanted, uh, 60-40 stocks and bonds or 100% gold. And when you scroll down you see the portfolio returns and the graph of them. And both Portfolio 1 and Portfolio 2 gave, gave you back about uh, four times your initial investment. But whoa, look at Portfolio 3, 100% gold, almost seven times your initial investment. And so here's a graph of it. Now, which number sounds larger to you, four or seven? Which one would you have if this is returns on an investment? Well, to me, I would rather have seven than four. Now, realize there is some volatility here. If you start this portfolio manager at one of these peaks here, then gold will look worse than the stock market. If you start it at this minimum on gold, gold will way outshine the stock market. If you started at this peak here, the stock market will out, outshine gold. But gold, I believe, has the best luster of all, and this is where I have put the majority of my net worth uh, as, as a bet on. Uh, and it's a bet not just on uh, putting things in a safe haven and protecting my assets, but you know, I've often said that there are these brief moments in history where gold, where the precious metals, not only offer a safe haven from volatility and your portfolio collapsing, but they also offer 
the maximum gains in absolute purchasing power. These are brief moments in history. They go by very quickly. I believe that we're within the next five years, we are going to see the tail end and 90% of the move comes in the last 10% of the time. So if you think the world's central banks and governments have blown asset bubbles that are hyper bubbles and are going to burst sometime within the next few years, it's time to get ready so that when those bubbles burst and they end up with a mess all over their faces, you can profit. I want to thank you for watching. We'll see you next time. At goldsilver.com, we have a price match guarantee, free shipping, and global storage options. Get the best-selling book, Guide to Investing in Gold and Silver, for free at goldsilver.com.